Welcome to Divine Interventions. I am Michelle Wadley, and my partner is Catherine Duca. We are here to marry psychological understanding with spiritual sensibilities, helping you to see the world through a filter of love and acceptance. We are here to blend the profound realms of spirituality and psychology to bring you a unique approach to practical happiness. Because we know that in the midst of life's challenges and struggles, you can find peace, joy, and fulfillment by harnessing the divine within and the power of the mind. It is our intention that each show will be a journey into the heart of what it means to be happy in a distracted world, a world that can often seem to be upside down. We'll share practices, insights, and actionable strategies to create a sense of peace and calm in your life so you too can discover the joy that lives within. If you're ready to become the architect of your own life, join us weekly as we travel together to the place within where love resides. Hello, greetings. Hi, listeners, and hi, Kathy. I'm Michelle Wadley, and I want to welcome you to Divine Interventions. And my partner here. I'm Catherine Duca. Welcome everyone listening live and to everyone listening on the replay in the future. We are so glad to have you. And we are here to marry psychological understanding with spiritual sensibilities helping you to see the world through a filter of love and acceptance, hopefully with some giving you good information, but in a light way. Um, as an example, and I think I told you that last week, we almost called it psycho-spiritual, some part psycho, part spiritual, but we thought that wouldn't fly. <laughs> so we, we kind of close. But Kathy raised the sophistication. Me, I probably would have flew with that because that's, you know, you've got more class than I do for sure. But um, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're all here. I'm glad you're listening. And and I do hope that you take time to put a comment in or ask a question um, because we want to the best of our ability for this to be interactive to the, to the best of our ability. So yes. you're here. Listeners, ask us anything. Yeah. We welcome your comments, your questions. Uh, if there's anything uh, we, we talk about that is not clear or is confusing or you want us to elaborate, just, just let us know. We're just at the kitchen table together. Right, yeah. Michelle? Yeah, I love that. Love that. So um, tonight, tonight we want to talk about change. And it, it change can be... a pretty big subject. And we can, you know, obviously we'll look at it from the psychological point of view and we'll look at it from the spiritual point of view. And I can't remember who said it, but as we know, change is the only constant. And so it is clear that getting on board with change could make your life, you know, flow a little easier um, than not getting on board with it, but but it can it can have its challenges. It really can. Mm. Yeah. You know what I think about when I think about change? I think about a Carol King, one of her hits. Um, I don't remember the title. It'll come to me. But but one of the lyrics, I think it was the hook, was like a young tree in the winter time. I'll learn how to bend. Mm. Right. Yeah, what's yeah? What song is that? What's I'm sure one of our listeners will. Yeah, somebody will have to will have to tell us what that is. <laughs> like a young tree in the winter time, yeah. I learn how to bend. Yeah, you know when it comes to change, I think um, the more we can lean into adaptability, adaptability, yeah. right, and um, and a fluidity so that we can be the tree in the wind that bends rather than mm -hmm. breaks. Yeah. You know? But yeah. as you say, and, and perhaps to start our conversation, change is a broad umbrella. Mm -hmm. And I think when we talk about our reaction to change, um, our, our perspective on change and then our reaction, I think it depends on 
um, a number of things. I think it depends first and foremost on whether the change is at our hand. Mm-hmm. Are we choosing to make a change? Yeah. Or yeah. is the change of circumstance, of, of uh, status, of health, of what have you, is that change thrust upon us? So right there, you know, that has, um, they have different implications. Yeah, yep, yep, absolutely. Um, I know in my practice, and, and Reverend Michelle, I'm sure you encounter this in, in your work, uh, so many people come to me so often because they encountered a change that they weren't expecting. I would right. have to say that that's uh, the people who, clients who uh, initiate change, they're pretty good with what mm-hmm. you know, they have planned for themselves. Um, but it's, you know, it's when you didn't expect change and when a relationship breaks up or a friend disappoints us or, you know, there's a change in our financial health or our, you know, our health health or physical health. An unexpected diagnosis, yeah. An unexpected diagnosis. How we meet up with that change has everything to do with how we look at change conceptually. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so we're going to get into that. But, you know, I think it's it's always useful to work with a particular example of mm-hmm. real life change. And we want to give our listeners, as, as we say in our promo, um, you know, actionable steps, how to, how, to, how to be happy in a distracted world, in a world that often seems upside down. So let's look at an example. And I think we have a very handy one. Yeah, to- we do. <laughs> that is, um, and for our listeners, let me, uh, let me tell you that Reverend Michelle has been um, at the pulpit of the Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, where she is the founding member. She has been there for 22 years. Yep. Through thick and thin, 22 years, through pandemics, through lean years, through robust years, through life circumstances, through everything, you have been a constant. And guess what? Um, Next week, well, you tell you tell the audience, but next week something uh, epic is is happening in your life and in your career. Yeah, well, I made the decision. Actually, this 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 whole thing is a second chapter to a decision made a couple of years ago, just before COVID. I had felt like it was time for me to leave the pulpit then, and then when COVID hit. I couldn't leave, but as of next Sunday, it's my last talk in that particular, in that pulpit. I will be other places, but but that's that's later. The main thing is on Sunday, I will say goodbye for the last time and not no longer be their spiritual leader. And it's it's pretty major. I mean it's major. And I have to, I have to think at this point it's probably more major for the people that have to keep things going than even me because I'm getting mentally prepared. Um, and I and every day I'm checking in with myself because every day, Kathy, I think to myself, am I fooling myself or am I really this ready? Because I I keep thinking that there's some kind of emotion is going to come up or I'm going to get melancholy and all those things. And I, I haven't been. I haven't been. It's it. Yeah, I haven't been. I'm looking forward to this change, most of me. But there's a part of me because I'm not going to have the foundation that I had. I had this dependable, mm. right? Rock solid, dependable mm-hmm. foundation. I knew what to do. I knew how to do it. I could do this in my sleep. I could pull off things. And I'm taking away. The dependable. Mm, The structure, the predictability. Yeah. 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 And and you know, you know me well enough to know, and sometimes I, you know, drive you and other people crazy, that my lack of predictability can be a little unnerving because I am. I'm a 
I'm not I'm not gonna call myself Lucy Goosey because I don't want to present it like it's like I'm such an airhead, but I, I live life in, in a kind of flow that that you know is is not it's not for everybody. It's just not for everybody. Not everybody can live that way, you know? And um and and so I they it might be it might turn out that they have a nice easy time because they'll get you know, they'll get a more predictable routine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God bless the musicians on Sunday when sometimes I remember one time I Ty sang this entire song. It was an Ed, Eddie Watkins song, for those of you who know Eddie Watkins. And it was so, the song was uh, God is the only answer or God is the answer. And he sang the entire song. This is in the service. And I turned to Ty and I said, could we do that whole thing again, but replace the word God with love? And they did, but that's so my musician, my musicians were kind of always expecting the unexpected for me, you know, and it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful swap out. Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> yeah. So your, your change is, um, is of your own doing and your own timing. Yet mm -hmm. what I'm hearing you say is that there's still a little part of you that, yeah has to feel your way through to the other side because it's like, how do you know what it's going to feel like? You can imagine, but how do you know what it's going to feel like, especially next, you know, a week from next Sunday yeah. when you are not going to get dressed and go there. Yeah. I'm thinking or, about or, it. or at least if you go, you're not going to be at the pulpit. It's going to be. Right. Different. I, I, and I agree with you. And that's the part I keep paying attention and I keep looking inside. I'm like, am I denying what? And I, and, and and it might be like you can't imagine what pregnant is like. That's not a thing you can do. I can't, you can't imagine what you know climbing Mount Everest is like. You know, like this. If those some the some things are too big, boy, that's a really big stretch there. But so right now, I just can't imagine it because I'm not there. I'm not at that point. Yeah. I mean, a couple of weeks ago. We were praying in before celebration, and I am holding the hands of everybody. And I and I said to them, I said, "Oh wow, we're we're in the home stretch here. This is this is the beginning of the end." Then I got a little teary. Last week or a week ago, two weeks ago, maybe Ty was singing a song, and I turned to him, some song that I love, and I got a little teary. So there's been moments, but I will tell you as much. I've been saying that I'm 90% excited and 10% nervous. Well, as of next week, I have a feeling that nervous part is going to grow because the unknown about my, my security, see, that's, that's the part that's that the I don't word. necessarily have a handle on. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I know that you have a number of very exciting irons in the fire You've got some very exciting projects you're you're working on, so um, you are very much leaving this position, and and you are well poised to go in another direction and take off. However, I think the bridge is has got to feel like a wait and see. What yeah. what is it going to feel like having let go of 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 a known? Right. Moving toward the less known. And for the parts of my job that I haven't always loved, I'm watching as my husband, who is the executive director, I'm basically taking my job and, and not all aspect of my job because I've been the spiritual counselor. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I do that he'll never do because it's not his role and it's different. But there are parts, the mechanics of it. Like I'm gonna be dropping that in his lap, um, and we've had the luxury of you know, usually you do a handoff. When you have a handoff, you have to do a bunch of training. We don't have to do that because I'm here, so I'll be, I'll hold his hand as he needs it. I'll be there if he needs it. Um, but yeah, there's we're literally it's 52 car pickup is what's happening. 52 car pickup. Yeah, yeah. Remember that when you were a kid? That was never. Oh, fun. I loved it. Oh, did you? I did. I didn't like when people. Oh, you did. Now, when my cousins pulled it on me, I like doing it to younger kids, but I didn't like when they pulled it oh, on me. It to you. 
Yeah. So let me ask you, um, with that percentage, it's mm-hmm. been 90-10, mm-hmm. um, excited to nervous, but, but even with that 10%, um, what is it that you, and I think about this for myself when I encounter change, what is it that you draw upon from within that helps you to know you're going to be okay no matter what? No matter what yeah, great question. around you, you're going to land on your feet and be grounded. Um, well, there's a, there's a couple answers. One, I have a profound, profound relationship to the divine. And, and I see Dana Marx just put faith in there. I do. And, and I don't, I can't tell you what the faith is in. I mean, I, it's the faith of God, but, um, I've weathered a lot of things. I've weathered many things. And part of me just thinks, I don't know how. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I know something. Something is going to pull. Something's going to present itself. And it, it, I'm, I'm talking like this, so many unknowns to our listeners. The truth is, I, you know, I do have a lot of things. Kathy's right. I have irons in the fire and I will be pursuing speaking and teaching opportunities. So it's not like it's a big unknown. But imagine, you, you know, Kathy, you, well, no, yours is because yours, you, you, your whole world is unpredictable. You have to live with this on a regular basis, right? Because it's not like you don't have a nine to five that you get paid for. You are your product. So for you, you have to keep cultivating all this on a regular basis, right? I didn't have to do that for 22 years. I just had to do my job and show up. So it's different. Yours is actually way more stressful. I'm going to be kind of stepping into your arena. Like I'm going to be stepping into the arena if I have to constantly cultivate and 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 present myself and make myself available to new opportunities. Mm. And and I can do that because I do have a relationship with the divine. Because I think when, when we think about, I have the luxury that I'm doing this on my timing. Granted, I, I did this. Right. For people who don't, who have had to deal with unexpected change, the problem with the problem with unexpected change, is you can't prepare for it when it's happening. You had to be preparing for it for years. So true. Right? So true. The crisis of that change is not the time to be getting a game plan together. Right. I mean, right. it's not the optimal time. Right. Right. The, the time. And that's is- why I'm lucky. That's yeah. why I'm fortunate, because my cultivated relationship with my faith, with my confidence, um, with seeing that I've, you know, I've, I've made it through a lot of things. So I've had decades to prepare for this change. And even if it wasn't on my, on my, um, on my terms, I had decades of experience to say, you're going to be okay. (laughs) You know, and, and, and most of us are always going to be okay. We just, don't we don't necessarily know we're going to be okay but we are i had i had a client once a coaching client and he was constantly worried about not paying the mortgage he was divorcing uh he and his wife were divorcing i can't remember at this point whether they were or they were about to and every month he was every month every single month i don't know if i'm going to make the mortgage i don't know if I'm going to make the mortgage and i said to him do you realize you say the same thing every month and every month you make the mortgage? Like at some point, we, we who are changing, we who are going through things, we have to give ourselves some credit. We have to give ourselves credit that we've done, we've done enough. We, we have experience. Well, that's it. And that's what I help my clients remember and that's mm-hmm. what I hope our listening audience can can take away. You you you've been through some things. I mean, mm-hmm. you, me, you know, probably everyone listening. If if you if you live long enough, you you go through things. Yeah, yeah. And 
it's so important. True. It's so true. <laughs> right? And it's important to remember you survived those things. Yep. We all yeah. survived those things, those of us listening. Now, you know, we could go off in, in, in another direction, and this might be for another time. There are people who live in war-torn countries. and uh, oh, I mean, imagine, imagine that's, that's, that's like what we're talking about on, on, on drugs. My God. Not knowing if you're going to have a home, not knowing where to go, not knowing if you're going to be warm, not knowing where your meal's coming from. I mean, that, that type wow. of, uh, of, of, of uh, trauma, that type of crisis is, is a challenge on a, whole, yeah. on a whole other level. And, you know, when I say war-torn, I, I probably should correct myself because there are people who live in the United States who are food insecure, who are experiencing homelessness. There are people in the county in which I live, in the New York, we live in the New York metro area who, uh, you know, don't have, don't have heat, don't have, you know. So let's be mindful of, this, yeah. of the range and the yeah. scope yeah. Yeah. with which we're you know, discussing. Yeah. Um, so, Back to, if, if, if I may, the people who come in to our offices or on our, our Zoom screens who are afraid of the unknown. I, I tell you, I think that's the number one uh, issue. Even if it's not immediately stated when a client comes in, it's pretty, it's pretty mm -hmm. you know, just under the surface. Yeah, fear yeah. of the unknown, fear of the unknown. What is so frightening about fear of the unknown? Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think it's because somewhere along the line, something I'll call negative. For the moment, I'll use that word. Something that made you unhappy or something that frightened you happened at some point in your life. And usually when that happens, we become, because as human beings, we become very vigilant. And we want to stay in control. And we want to be sure that that bad thing never happens again. Mm -hmm. And when, when, when we can't control the things we want to control and there's an opening for uncertainty, I think in the back of our, our mind, we expect it to be negative like it was before. Right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. Uncertainty, fear of the unknown, I don't believe is just a neutral thing. I think it's loaded mm -hmm. with, an expectation that's something bad or dangerous is going to happen. And um, I think the place to examine is when did that happen before? And what was that like? And who took care of you? And who comforted you? And if no one, how did you comfort yourself? Because that's what's in the back, yeah. the back wall of our mind. I mean, and I, I know many people that are either single um, by choice and the I have to I have to talk about COVID in this moment because we learned about if if we're if we're fortunate and we were paying attention we learned about our own resilience and resolve because of COVID. That's what we learned. We learned that we could survive it. But for those those individuals who are already a little um, uh, tentative about life in general, this, it just, ex, it just exaggerated everything. It exaggerated the loneliness. It exaggerated the fear. It exaggerated fear of change. Face it, we were all watching, I mean, uh, I can't make this is I can make some of an assumption. I'll never forget what looking at the streets of New York City empty. Oh. Empty. New York City empty. Like it was surreal. It was surreal. Right. And so and, and so for me, I guess in the spiritual here's where the spiritual side of things come in for me. 
I, I pay attention to what I'm paying attention to because that it was surreal. It was as surreal as um, 9-11 was. That was, that was surreal with a, with an ele a, a immediate element of um, feeling distress around what the hell are they going to keep bombing? Like there was that gigantic unknown, right? Sure. Sure. So this was uncertain, but in a different way, this, this, we, a lot of us got very rattled. The world's got rattled. The world got rattled when George Floyd was murdered. So I think the, and that's another kind of change because something about history happened. There was an impact that began to change everything. Yeah. So yeah. Uncertainty in all these different, um, uh, uh, in all these different examples, it, it, we're all going to show up differently, but it's so important for us to build our resolve. Right. Mm -hmm. yes. I don't know. You, what you say to your clients, but it's so important for us to build our resolve so we can kind of navigate those spaces. Resolve and connection. Mm. I think we have to talk about how we feel. We have to talk about the things that worry us or frighten us. You know, last week you brought up the notion of tribe. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're... we're being part of a tribe is so important and evolution, you know, I mentioned this last week, ha has us hardwired to need to belong. And if we don't belong to some, some group or something larger than ourselves, um, we are on some level going against our nature. So, we are meant to be in some kind of community and that mitigates loneliness and isolation. It takes you out of your own echo chamber. And when we, when we talk about how we feel openly and honestly and intimately, I think some things get out, some old mm -hmm. ideas, stale mm -hmm. ideas get out and fresh perspectives get in. Right. That's why I love our conversations so much. And they, and come on, we've been all over. I mean, they have been, we've had some spirited conversations. Mm -hmm. right? And, mm -hmm. and we've had some deep dives and we've had some hysterically comical conversation. But mixing it up is, is what allows us to kind of remember our values, remember mm -hmm. our core fundamentals, we remind each other when we, when yeah. We and I, I guess what, what I feel concerned about, I, I think it's easy, and, and it's easy for someone to. There are people that like to be alone. I I love my alone time. I love my alone time. I do too. Yeah. So that that's good and that's healthy. That's good that. Anyone can feel alone in their own company, right? That's emotionally, yes. Yes. spiritually very healthy. Yes. But I do think there are a number of people out there, and these are through conversations and observation, that are mislabeling, saying they want to be alone instead of recognizing that they're not necessarily, that they are either have a fear of intimacy or they're avoiding intimacy. And I think that gets replaced with, well, I'd really rather be alone. And, and if you are conscious and choose to be alone, great. But if not, it's very possible that being connected and being in relationship and being in conversation will bring a level of joy that you don't see when you're under the banner. I really like to be alone. I'm a loner. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. I do. And, uh, you know, I mean, let's, you know, let's also put on the table, you know, we have the introvert extrovert continuum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we are, you know, each of us is, is, you know, has a, has a certain, um, need for mm -hmm. interaction and introverts have, have a relatively high level, you know, introverts, 
plug into other people, they interact in order to charge their battery, right? In order to feel alive and feel. Isn't that the extroverts? The ex oh, I'm sorry, did I say introvert? Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm an introvert, I'm like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> okay, okay, right. It's the other way around. Right. So right, the, right. the extrovert needs to be around people to right. feel enlivened and charge their battery. Right. The introvert, right. after they're with people for some time, they need to have alone time and solitary time, solitude, in mm -hmm. order to replenish the battery. Right. Now, why right. these people always marry each other, I'll never understand. But <laughs> which are you? but they do and we do, right? So who are you? Well, I'm, I, well, I'm, I'm, well, that's, well, that gets at another question. In my relationship, I think I'm, I think I'm the extrovert to my partner's introversion. Uh-huh. But then there are times. You swap? We swap. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. But I would say my personality in general, I lean more toward introversion. Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person, uh, you know, I'll agree to go to a commitment, a party or something. And then when the time gets closer, I kind of kick and scream. This what means about yes? people like you and me. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's memes about people like you and me. There's memes about you set a date and you begin regretting that you set the date the moment you set the date. That's me. That's me <laughs> to a T. Although the twist is I'm the last person to leave. Right, right. I'm the last person to leave the party and I, I kind of come alive once I'm there. But I think that still puts me in the in in the in the introverted category because you know, I have a hard time going to, to begin with, even though I enjoy myself. So back to what was I saying? So introvert, extrovert, right. Right. People who say I, I, I like my alone time, right. I think what you're saying, tell me if I'm, I'm just, is that sometimes people can withdraw and not realize that they're withdrawing. They're, they're retreating. And I think it's one thing if that's how you're recharging your battery. Right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, if, if one is retreating, and I mean, I've done this in my life, so I, I, you know, I, I get it. You're retreating out of avoidance or out of fear. Or and out and of, call it something else. And call yeah. it something else. Then it's really hard to address it because it's mislabeled. Right, 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 right. Yes. Right. Yeah. So we really I mean, because I know too much science, there's been too much science. And I know we talked about this last week. There's science out there to prove that that statistics, science, scientific uh, uh, studies that have statistics attached to them that talk about how community gives us more life. Someone told me a, a statistic, a today about if you live with a dog, you have a dog in your home, that having that relationship with the canine lives, adds years to your life. Uh, they said many years. I don't know what the number was, but that, 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 you know, having a dog gives years. So here it is. So that's why I'm just, and it's opinion. I could be wrong, but I think that some people mislabel it. And I think it's more about fear about you know being in being upset or un, or or fear of expectations being missed and that and that kind of thing and those are so what we're doing is we're you know when we talk about change we're asking people to to embrace change and i and i think there is a whole category of people that can't can't put their arm around that that they can't put their arms around that mm -hmm. um but before we go on, we have to take a break. Can we? Sure. Let's just, we're a little later tonight than we normally are, but we'll be back in like a minute. Don't go away. Don't go away. And we'll Please help us say thank you to our organizational sponsors, including the Hefferlin Foundation, Affiliated New Thought Network, International New Thought Alliance, Science of Mind Archives and Library Foundation, Center for Spiritual Living Denver, Center for Spiritual Living Midtown, New Thought, Philadelphia, Planned Happiness Institute, 
Summit Center for Spiritual Living, One Heart Retreats, Center for Spiritual Living on the Lake, Unity Kitchener, Unity Spiritual Center, Ottawa, Ohm Center for Spiritual Living, Satya Center, Begin Within Ministries, Center for Spiritual Living, North Jersey, Unity of Savannah, and the Center for Spiritual Living, Seattle, as well as... Wow, you guys, this this uh, network has grown. It has definitely grown from when I did my Jersey Girl Wisdom show a couple of years back. Good good for them. Good it's for nice them. to see. It's really it nice is. to see. Good to see. So... So I think you know we've we've hit on a different couple of different directions here. What I'd like to know is what would you tell someone? How would you encourage someone to be prepared so that when life throws something at them that they can bend and sway instead of break? What what might you what advice might you give to someone? Well, Well, let me answer that generic kind of uh, question okay. this way. Um, once I understood what what they were af afraid of, I would ask them, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. Mm -hmm. What's the worst that will happen? And then the person will tell me this. And I'll say, and then what what happens after that? And if you play it all the way out, What's the worst that can happen? Mm -hmm. And sometimes just that exercise mm -hmm. of thinking it all the way through, sometimes people actually become amused at themselves. Mm -hmm. Or what I thought would happen, oh, I thought, you know, well, I'll be homeless. If I, if I, if I lose this current job, I'll be homeless. Okay. Now, sometimes that is the case. That's right. That's right. Okay. That's and, right. I, and I don't want to pour pink paint over any and oversimplify. Sometimes that happens, right. but it doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. And so I, I try to help the person do a reality check of their life circumstance. How, right. how likely is that to happen? Right, right. And if it appears that it's somewhat likely or very likely, Let's talk about what the stop gaps are. Let's talk about, do you have a support network in, in, in your life? Do, do you belong to, to a community? Good tribe, yeah. Okay, and if, if someone says, I'm afraid I'm going to be homeless and I'm all by myself, I don't, I don't, I don't have a partner, and, and that could be by choice, but I don't belong to a, a community, I don't have many friends, I don't do many things. I say, well, can can we talk about that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about what's gone into that? So it becomes a bit of an unpacking of the circumstances that and the and the beliefs that are all lumped together to I'm going to be homeless. Mm -hmm. Okay, because unchallenged, that could be you know the monster under the bed. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And you know, when a child, I mean, you have grandchildren, so you must have experienced this, right? When when the child has a nightmare and she thinks there's a monster under the bed, she has to be helped, coaxed, supported to take her yep. hands away. Because the longer she stays like this, the longer the monster exists. Yeah, the, longer she, the more convinced she is the, of that. The more convinced. So you have to look at the reality. And sometimes... As we start to unpack, there are tough things. Well, I don't have any friends. I don't. Okay. Well, can can we talk about the reasons for that? You know. And then you find that people, some sometimes, are as you alluded to before, are uncomfortable with the intimacy of friendship. Mm -hmm. They don't think they're going to be accepted. They don't think they're going to be liked. They feel fundamentally flawed. So they keep their distance because that makes them feel safer. Yeah. 
So I, it's unpack, unpack, unpack. I've noticed that a few times recently uh, within, there's a few individuals. So, something happened a while ago and I was able to see a certain level of, of um, trans, I was able to see beyond the illusion of, okay, somehow I, somehow through all my work and I've begun to recognize individuals, not all time, individuals that present to the world to the best of their ability that they're okay and i'm really able to see their and it's been interesting and i think i think that goes back to you know not well, this is a subject a little bit but i think it has to do with them being asleep. i think it has a certain certain amount of fear going on there um and it and you know and if changes and if changes are surprising that's rough with those individuals who, who kind of hide they have a mask anyway you know what michelle I'm, I'm having a little problem with your audio you're a little bit garbled to me i didn't quite catch the whole thing uh, but I think I caught enough to be able to re to respond while maybe uh, okay is, yeah so I think you said that you you've you've observed people who 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 will who look like and who tell you that that they're fine they're okay all's well mm -hmm. and you can tell or you have information from them that they're not really fine. Guarded, that they're very guarded, guarded, that there's a definite false face to life. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, masks are near and dear to my heart. Uh, working with masks, people's uh, mm -hmm. psychological facades is really the heart of my work. Um, and I know it's, it's, it's very much a part of yours with what you do with shadow work which is the, the persona we show to the world right. is, is not the whole story. And I find with the I'm fine mask that I think those individuals are probably among the loneliest mm. because they're mm -hmm. behind this, this protective wall yeah. of I'm fine. And then you know what? most of the time people believe them right right they're fine and then people tend not to offer these right. individuals right. support because they look like they don't need it and nothing could be further from the truth yeah and because they're guarded and so you if you're trying to respect someone and believe in you know uh, t take what they say as as true because not only I don't go where I'm not invited. If you're not given license to have those intimate conversations, I'm not going to impose myself, but I feel sad. You know, I feel sad for those people. Um, and, 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 and I think change for those kind of people are hardest because they're already living behind this guarded, this guarded persona and this guarded mask. And I think for them, especially change is the most difficult, you know, I, I like I, I break things down to where some people like you know when you're when you're a kid and you're given a um, a page to color you know they got the lines of the duck right and they say hey color color the duck some people like to color inside the lines some people like to color outside the lines I'm an outside the line kind of girl I know you're not surprised and so and I actually except for this aspect of leaving my pulpit without the predictable income. That is the only aspect, but there's something about change for me. And I want to acknowledge this in case there's others like this. There's something about change for me. That's juicy. I do love new. I love new things. I love this new opportunity. Um, I enjoy new relationships uh, if you came to me and said, "Hey, let's um, let's write a book together," 
You know, I go, oh, okay. You know, I because I, I do, I'm excited by the ebb and flow of life. I, I am. So I just want to bring that into the room too, because there's some of you that might not be afraid of change at all. And you're one of those people that embraces it and says, whatever, let's go. Let's, let you know, let's drive to New Orleans and, and be there for Mardi Gras. You might be that person. Sure. And that's fantastic. Sure. And I think for those of us who like change that much, we probably need a little bit of grounding. Right. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because as you were talking, I was saying, wow, it's important to find people who support your, mm -hmm. you know, right? Because if you're talking to someone who, because look, we all project, don't we? We take right. our emotions, our fears, and we sort of toss them on other people. And we assume they feel the way we feel. Right. So if you're ready to fly, and if any of our listeners are, are that type of person or you're embarking on and you're, you're ready to you're ready to fly, you know, and and you share this with people and maybe you're talking to people who don't fly so easily or mm -hmm. they're afraid of change. They may try to, you know, un, unwittingly, mm -hmm. they may try to keep you what they think is comfortable. Right. That's oh, right. Don't go too far up. You know, don't you know, be careful, be careful. So you have to. But, but then, see, everything has, you know, at least two possible meanings, if not more, because then you say, well, oh, you could use a little grounding sometime. Now, I am a color in the lines person. I am a color in the lines, okay? That's my background. That's my schooling. That's my right. rule. And I could use... And this is part of what makes our relationship so, so, so interesting and meaningful for me mm -hmm. is you, you know, you encourage me to color outside the lines. Yeah. I'm no, like, I'm not crazy. I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, don't, but a little bit and it's kind of freeing and it's kind of fun and it's kind of, well, look at that. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. I and for me, you ground me. You keep me grounded because Isn't I, that I, nice? I can. Isn't that nice? Yeah. 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 So we're it's a I balance. Lucky that yeah. we our paths cross. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a I think it's a balance and I think it's a good thing. And and I do think that it, for those who never want to change and those who never um color outside the lines, I think experimenting and breaking some habits are probably a healthy thing to do to do, you know, to do. And if you're like me and and, you know, and uh, dependable is deplorable, you know, dependable to me feels like deadly. It feels like, oh, you know, it feels like it, not like my life will be sucked out of me. But the truth is, there's a value in it. And I and here's the thing. The one thing that has kept me grounded for 22 years, I'm now saying I'm letting go of. Like for 22 years, I know what happens during the, you know, during the week. I know that when this Sunday stops, ends, I'm predicting or I'm already starting my next week's talk. Because that's what some people mm. can do their talks far out. I'm, I'm a week at a time kind of girl. But some exceptions. So I'm not having that. I'm, I, that's the, I, that's the part of this change. I'm. Unsure, I I admit to you, I'm unsure what my life is going to look like, or what the routine will look like, because you know I wake up Monday morning, I write my blog, and I I work, talk to my prayer partner, and and I do the predictable things that people depend upon me for. And that and, has oriented you. Yes, That's how you navigate your your yeah. week. So yeah. it's it. I think it's going to be very uh, interesting and and exciting. And uh, but I I I'm guessing. What do you think about this? Uh, I'm guessing that in general and and people in general and you in particular wouldn't have made this move to give up the predictable circumstance mm. if you didn't feel that you could create your own internal predictability. That you you can. There's a well, I don't know. That you're giving me a lot of credit there. Well, yeah. Well, I, I know you, so I think 
I don't know. I think I needed more space. I think that it came over time. I needed more space, spaciousness to create, spaciousness to be in the world. I, I want to get my, I want to get my message to a new audience. I want to get the message, as you mentioned a couple tonight, a couple times tonight, about the shadow work and the forgiveness work. I want to get that message into people's hands because, for me, it's the it's the cure to a lot of pain and suffering that I see. So that's, you know, that's it. But um, this part of it, thank you very much. I hadn't really thought about till now. <laughs> this exact piece about, oh, what's going to ground me? And I guess I'm going to have to create, put some routines in place. And I'm not just pulling that from thin air. I, I think not too many people voluntarily jump off the high dive into, into an abyss. I don't know anybody who does that. So I think what, what, what probably five years ago was maybe unfathomable to you. I mean, I know you said right before COVID, you were thinking of leaving and then you mm -hmm. didn't because of COVID. You felt, I'm sure you, you wanted to carry this, the center through that, that period of right. time. But um, the point at which you entertained leaving to create something else, I, I, you, you must have experienced yourself capable of bridging that gap, even though you maybe, you know, don't exactly know how and don't exactly know what it's going to look like. I think the innate capability. Well, I, I want to go back to a word that, that Dana, hello, Dana and Martha, Martha ladies for being with hello, us tonight. Hello. And if you're here with us, we can't, I don't know that you're here with us unless you make comments, but um I want to go back to the word that Dana used here, which, which was faith, because 22 years ago, I was, when we opened the center, I was working two jobs and I was miserable because I was, I was in the trucking industry for 18 years. It made me money. It was fine, but I, it wasn't my heart. The center had become my heart. And I was very, we were, had only been open a very short time and I knew I couldn't do both. Not because I was not capable, but because I'd lost my heart, mm -hmm. even though it was decent money and I, it had been putting food on my table for 18 years. And, um, and I jumped and I, I quit my job and I announced to my board, I said, listen, I can't do both. I can't do both and do it well. I'm all in. I'm going full time. Now, it wasn't because they offered me money. I just decided I wanted to be in. And the moment I did that, the board came up with money. And they put ground under my feet. That's where my faith was. Because I, I, if I have to calculate it, it's not faithful. But I had enough faith. And they put ground under my feet. And I started getting paid a salary. A decent salary, too. I mean, they have, you know, they have taken care of me to the best of their ability for all these years. So that's part of it. I had the faith to jump that time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you had to make that into a full statement, you had the faith that what? I had the faith that that which is unknown or unseen would be there for me the faith that breathes me, the faith that beats my heart, mm -hmm. the faith that created you or created me, that that somehow there, this essence, because I don't call it an entity or a person, this essence, yeah, I had somewhere, I had the faith that said this essence will care for me. And doesn't this get at the, at the, at the underlying thread that, 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 that is the underpinning of everything we say. As we think, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we, as we think, we believe, mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. how 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 we live. Right, right. We we all make a movie. We all make a movie in our in our minds. Yeah, and it's and it could be it could be a, you know it could be a, a tragedy movie, and mm -hmm. we come to expect that. 
and our behavior moves in accordance with what we expect because we always right. want to be right. I mean, that's a human, not righteous, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right? So yeah. if we think we're going to fail, we look for evidence to support our failure. Conversely, mm -hmm. if we expect success um, and lean into that, we, we behave and, and choose accordingly. So here we go, audience. <laughs> Here this is where Kathy and I keep, we have this psycho-spiritual thing. And every time we talk things out, here we are once again, I can't find a difference. We end up in the same place. We end up in the same place. And what, what I hear you saying is, and I hear you talking about tonight, about unpacking things. And for me, unpacking things is to find out the belief system. Well, we do that in a slightly different way, you know, by sometimes going a little bit more direct by what, what do you believe about that? You know, but it's about unpacking the belief system. And, 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 and then here we're talking about allowing the, the allowing what's possible to show up. And so if we want to, to leave our audience, to leave our audience with a practice, Kathy, what would you say from your side a practice would be and then i'll see what i can come up with <laughs> on my side what would well, you last week i suggested that as a little experiment you make a listening audience and a reminder to myself you make eye contact with people mm -hmm. so now i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna add to that um if you are color in the line or color out of the line and and you're longing to, to do the other, uh -huh. take a small chance. Yeah. For some of my clients who always make their bed, they would never leave in the morning without making their bed because they it would make them anxious, leave the bed unmade. Mm -hmm. If you're a person who never makes the bed, make the bed. Yeah. Yep. Do, do just in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, you know, an appetizer. Test the waters. Test safely. the waters. That's it. Yeah. Test them safely. And and I, you know, I would say the same thing. And, and again, I think I meant, might have mentioned this to you. It could be as simple as you drive in a different direction to someplace you always go to. It could be that. And here's one thing. If you're going to do that, there's a couple of other things. The car is a really important place for change and contemplation. It's interesting. Oh. Right, because you're you're alone and you're you're alone with your own thoughts. So I love the whole idea of driving. So if you drive, drive a different direction. Slow down. Slow down by at least ten miles an hour. Because when you slow down and you back up, you're creating a little more spaciousness. You know, to actually experience what 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 you're experiencing or what's what's around you. And to hear your own thoughts. And it's very difficult because the faster you go, the more you have to pay attention. And and the other thing I would say, turn off the radio in the car. Now you don't have to do it the whole you don't have to do it forever. Learn to be with yourself. Because if you learn to be with yourself and you happen to learn to like that person that you are, you will be able to navigate change because you're going to trust that you can do what you need to do and you can believe in yourself. Oh, and that's a beautiful thing, right? You brought us home, Michelle. You brought yeah, us home. That's the you. message. Yeah. And we're going to be elaborating on that as we go. Yeah. So. So um, we have here, wait, um, if you want to get in touch, wait, let me see what we got here. Um, oh, my picture, but your book. So something got confused there, but Kathy's book is Unmasked the Discover the Hidden Power of Your True Self um, at what? Your True Self at. Discover the what? Hidden Power of Your True Self. Well, uh, you can get that at Amazon and. Uh, oh, you read the bike. Got it. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. I didn't, I missed that. And, um, and yeah, so, you know, this is, this is, that will be pure Kathy. That'll be all Kathy if you do that. And uh, if you, um, Laura, if you could put up about um, where they can get in touch with me at Planned Happiness Institute. 
And we do have a shadow class that's coming right up. Mm -hmm. It starts this week. So, um, yes, there you go. Thank you, Laura. Sorry, I'm not fast enough with all this, you know, all this uh, engineering yet in the studio. But um, when we do the shadow work, we do it with love and we do it with patience. We do it with love and we do it with patience. Um, and that's how, you know, Kathy and I want to show up here with you each week to not be afraid of things, but to approach them with love and patience. So we thank you for being here. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Kathy, thank you. Um, another hour that took about a minute. That's what it felt like, right? We're just getting going. I, I always laugh when you thought, "How are we gonna? How are we gonna have a conversation? Like, really?" No, I forgot. I forgot it was us. I forgot it was us. All right. So have a to you all. Thank you for being Thank here. Take Thanks. good care. Have a good night. On behalf of everyone at New Thought Media Network, thank you for being a member of our virtual family. Your financial contributions help share the New Thought message with people from around the world. Please visit and contribute at www.ntmedia.org forward slash donate. New Thought Media Network, come be you. And please like, share, and subscribe. Until next time, peace and blessings.